Design or Die podcast, meant to connect creatives together and help you navigate the struggles and the triumphs of what it means to be an entrepreneur so that you and your business can thrive. I'm your host, Colette. Let's get creative. Hello and welcome back. We are on season two. I am super excited that we closed out season one and that you all have stuck around to listen to me talk about all the things business and what to expect. So just to give a little update on what I've been up to personally and professionally, I have since rebranded Designer Die and combined my design brand with Designer Die because I felt like let's just make one consistent brand and with the personal brand I had under like Colette Noel Design, I never had a clear vision for it. For Linen and Pine Designs, which is my wedding stationery brand, I always knew how I wanted it to look, what I wanted the brand to represent, and the vibe and tone that I wanted to set. And that was super easy because I think it was also in line with my personal style and ideas. Um, So this one wasn't ever really catching on in the way I wanted to. I think because I used that same business name for so long for so many different avenues. And so I felt like let's start the new year with a refresh rebrand. So it's essentially same name, same logo, just a little more modernized and using fun colors. Um, I've been obsessed with the color, like I guess it's like a lilac, lavender type color the whole past year. I don't know if other people are like this, but I get super obsessed with certain colors for like a year and I buy everything in that color. My nail polish is that color, my Simply Modern cup, everything. And so (laughs) I use that to create the new brand. So some other fun things that have been going on and also some not so fun things. First being, I am rebuilding my website, switching from WordPress, where I started my blog, Designer Die, in 2018, 2019, and switching it to Squarespace. I think it's incredibly user-friendly, and I can do a lot more customizations on it. WordPress is fine, and I think if you have a blog, like that makes sense, but to me, it's super hard to edit, especially if you're not someone who is very familiar with web design. So I'm switching to Squarespace. I'm in the process of that, and I'm really excited to launch that because it looks so cute. And I also hired an intern that'll be with me, I think, till the end of the year. They're in school right now, so getting college credit for graphic design. So it's been nice to be able to delegate some of the busy work and just the time-consuming things that, you know, as one person, it's really hard to do. So that's been super helpful, and I've had time to really focus on what I do best. But also, I've taken a little hiatus from the podcast because I wasn't sure on what I even wanted to do with my own business, and I'm not going to share with you guys like, oh, it's so amazing to run your own business while I was going through some struggles. First, I think I mentioned on one of mine that I got scammed by like a person I knew in high school, and you know, that does happen, but this summer, for some reason, was like one hit after another. I had a vendor scam me, which if you want to learn more about that, you can find me on TikTok. I'm not going to get into too much details because it's just like I don't even want to give more energy into it. But just so you know, 
Finding vendors that you work with. For me, I'm a graphic designer and now I outsource all of my printing. If it's like small orders, I do it in-house, but a lot of it I outsource because being a small business, it really doesn't make sense for me to have stock of so many different items because you never know what people are going to want. So I outsource a lot of it and you know, it just takes time to find vendors that you trust and are on the same level of professionalism as you are. And so that is something that if you're just starting out, you're going to figure out along the way too. And this person came highly recommended in some bridal groups that I was in. And so I was very shocked to find out that they actually have scammed like well over probably 50 other vendors in the same field. So that was stressful. I had a few clients that we just didn't really see eye to eye or it was difficult. And I just want to share also that you're not going to be for everyone the same way that in real life, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea in every friend group and every person you meet. And I think it's the same way in business. I do wish that sometimes you could find out people's true colors ahead of time to be able to be like, no, I don't want to work with this person or but unfortunately you don't usually find that out till you're in the middle of it and again like I understand like people want what they want they want it done well and unfortunately this was the same person that I used that vendor for that scammed me and so it was just a huge mess and there was nothing really I could do because it I did what I could on my end um, and sometimes unfortunately things are just out of your hand. And I have seen a lot of small business owners and creatives sharing this kind of collective burnout the past couple months, maybe this year. I don't know what it is, like some kind of energy shift in the world, but I just wanted to share that to be transparent and you're going to figure it out as you go and learn your best practices, your best vendors to work with a way in which you can protect yourself to avoid any issues in the future or avoid having to give refunds to people. You know, basically you will learn the best way to run your business. And unfortunately it does take some setbacks to get you there. So around the same time, I also lost my best friend who is my dog, my sweet Gibbs. So it's just been a tough summer, and so I needed to just take a step back and refresh. And I also want to remind people and small business owners that that's also okay to do. You know, if we work for someone else, we hopefully get, you know, like a week's vacation and can recharge. And sometimes if we work for ourselves, like we feel like we have to be at everyone's beck and call 24-7. Again, this goes back to my first beginning episode about boundaries, setting boundaries for yourself is so, so important. I've had to implement like a three hour rule sometimes because sometimes I'll reply to an email right away and because I'm stressed out or I'm not really thinking it through, I either don't come off in the right tone that I wanted to or I don't have the best information to share yet. So that's my tip also is like, figuring out the best way to run your business for yourself. Also, just to just go off topic a little bit, I've found that when I try to listen to 
other podcasts, like I just can't get into it. And it's so funny because here I am with my own podcast and I'm like, oh, come listen to this, which I haven't really promoted it much, but you will see a lot more of that as I continue making episodes. But I just thought it was so funny. And I found myself, instead of like listening to business podcasts, I have been listening to like reality TV stars podcasts because that's something that I just do in my free time. I'm like assembling suites or something. I just throw on like reality TV because it's almost like mindless entertainment where I don't have to give too much of myself to be able to just, you know, have a good time and joke around with it. So I've been listening to a podcast of, it's called Giggly Squad, if you're into all the funny things and reality TV. It's two girls from Summer House on Bravo. And it's just been really fun to just kind of listen to something not business oriented and just do something for me. So back on topic to all the business things, I have had more people reach out in my DMs to ask for advice in getting started. I've realized I really haven't made an episode of like what I would suggest when you're first, first starting out a business, what's the first things you need to do. I've kind of made myself a little running list of what I would recommend. Maybe in the beginning I didn't do all the right things or I felt I wasn't ready to do it, but these are the things I would recommend for starting out to not only get yourself out there, but also make sure you protect yourself and your business. I think there's a lot of people out there who just run maybe primarily on Etsy or just do event markets and don't have an official LLC. So my first recommendation is once you think of a business name, establish an LLC. You can do it online, make sure it's for your state, and it's a pretty easygoing process. You don't usually need like an accountant to help you out to get one. Um, It's fairly reasonable price. Mine, I think, was like $180. And in my state of Connecticut, you do just have to file some fees per year. But to get started, the reason I recommend this is because if you're running a business and working with people and maybe people you don't know, people you don't trust, don't assume that everyone's going to play nice. And if something happens, you want to protect yourself and Getting an LLC actually separates your business from yourself. So let's say you know someone wants to sue you. They won't go after you as an individual and take everything you have. It goes to the business. So that's why I highly recommend doing this to just protect yourself if this is something that you want to do. If you're just doing friends and family, I think like that's you know fine to not have that yet. But that's definitely my first recommendation. Next, being a graphic designer, I do recommend getting some branding done, at least a logo, maybe a color palette, because staying consistent and having your brand be easily memorable and recognizable is super important, especially when you're first getting started. You want people to talk about you, share your business name, and if it's consistent, it will get people to realize who you are, especially if you're posting on social. So I am actually just launching a new thing where if you're a graphic designer or any kind of creative, sometimes I make like mock designs to 
Maybe I want to do a specific style that I haven't had a client want yet or just have an idea in mind and want to get it you know, out into the world. I create kind of mock brands and I'll come up with a fake business name and a fake brand, a fake location and curate this entire branding package. I just sometimes share it on my social or I just keep it for future if someone wants it. So what I just started doing is now I'm offering those where you can buy them directly on my website at designordiy.com. What it is essentially is a bundled branding package, including a business name. If you're someone that has a hard time coming up with names or you're not sure what you want it to look like, these are already made for you and semi-customizable. And so you can take the business name I list out what is all included and usually it's like a couple logo versions color palette mood board all the things you need to really get your business started and to get started with printing and social and keeping that consistent so i give you all the files in web and print form as well as like some graphics to get started so it's a super affordable way to get a whole brand and I do have some on there that's you know just for like photography where you can customize and have it be your name and I just wanted to mention that so if you're you know still stuck or you haven't gotten that push yet or maybe you can't afford branding this is a great way to go about it to just get you going so once you establish your brand the next thing I would do is have some kind of social presence whether that's Instagram, Facebook, whatever you think will be the best avenue for you. Get on Etsy or build your own website. There's a lot of web hosts that let you do free trials or you can even get a lower price plan until you figure out exactly what you really need. This is the best way. I can't tell you how many people I've met at markets and I ask for business cards and they don't have them or they, they're not on Instagram, they're not on Facebook, they're not on website, they're truly just in person. I personally just don't understand that because what if I, you know, didn't have money on me at a market and I want to go find you online or purchase from you or share your business to a friend. If you don't have those things, you might be missing out on a ton of sales or this whole market that you didn't even know. So get your online presence started. You guys know I love to give you all the free tips and business advice so your business can survive and thrive. And to keep that going, I've created a Patreon account where you can become a supporter and get exclusive content, one-on-one business advice, and ask me all the things. So if you'd like to help keep this thing going, go to patreon.com slash design or DIY. Thanks so much. Sometimes this comes up in the initial stages of figuring out what you want your business to be, but write out a plan for yourself and maybe a marketing plan. There's tons of resources online, YouTube, all of the things. Reach out to your friends who do this for a living and get tips and find out what your target market is. Where is the best place to sell your items? Where is the best location? to be that aligns with your style and the clients you want to attract and start creating work that caters to that ideal market, ideal clients that you want to have. If you just do everything for every single type of person, it doesn't really set you apart. So make sure you're staying 
on brand in your area that you think is best using marketing or ad spend to cater to those areas and to the people that live there. And also, I have a whole episode on pricing as well. If not, I have a blog post about it. But make sure your pricing is in line with the ideal clients that you want. Sometimes if you're too low, higher paying clients think you're unexperienced and will move along. Another thing I recommend to people that a ton of people do not realize, but I'm pretty sure in almost every town or your nearest city, there is a lot of networking groups, networking events. If you can use Facebook, Google, and look up markets or networking events or business meetups in your area and just go out and meet people because you never know if they'll be your clients or maybe they'll introduce you to people who will be your clients. Just make sure you just get out there and bring materials with you to hand out, whether that be stickers, business cards, something fun that people can easily find you again if they need to. Also going to networking things is nice because you feel like there's a sense of community that you can talk ideas with, just generally get good advice and help from others who are either in the same boat as you or have been doing it longer. And that really helps get a sense of where you want to set yourself apart. And I'm not a person that really uses Facebook as much anymore. And I definitely don't put my online presence there anymore. I think that's for a specific market. But if you do, or if you just want to use Facebook for groups like I do, there's a ton of Facebook groups you can look up like I'm in like Connecticut business owners and Connecticut stationers or wedding specialists. Like there's so many different groups that you can just search for and join. I recommend joining ones that have over maybe three or 4,000 people because you're gonna get more activity in there and you'll be able to get your questions answered quicker if there's a lot more people in the group. And of course with that also comes with a lot more people posting their questions and you can learn from. I learn every single day, I've been in, my own business for almost eight or eight years, maybe more, I don't know. But I still get tips just from watching what other people post. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that. Like lately for wedding invitations, the postal office has now said that you can't print return addresses on the back flap, which for wedding professionals and stationers, that is a big deal because we have been designing all our templates, all our clients, stuff like that, and now their machines can't read it. So like having up-to-date information is really valuable. I also think in any type of business that you're doing, I recommend getting some kind of small printer that can print on cardstock. And the reason I suggest this is it's going to save you so much money if you're just starting out and you don't wanna spend too, too much you can print, if you know how, a couple things yourself from home. You can print receipts, you can print little thank you cards to go in with your orders. You can print all the little things that you maybe don't have the money to get from a larger print company. I highly recommend this. And then you also don't have to wait on everything. Like let's say you have a market coming up that you just signed up for. Then you can quickly you know, make some flyers, materials, something to bring with you and this also brings me to a fact that I've just figured out for myself. I recently got merch for my brand and I've been wearing, usually I'll wear the hat just whenever because it's super cute. It's like 
my favorite color and which is forest green i wore it to the grocery store and someone asked me what it was and i was like you know if I just had business cards on me, that would have been a perfect time to hand that person my business card. We're not always thinking about business, but it is always helpful to carry business cards on you or wear merch out in public at a place that you don't think you'll necessarily need it. And you'll be surprised what connections you'll make. So starting a business can be a lot and it's not always going to be positive experiences, you are going to get some bad reviews, some people that don't love your work, some people you don't vibe with, and that's okay. And it's, it is really difficult to take yourself out of your business, especially if you're an empath like me. When someone is upset with something, I, it like throws me for days. I get so upset and I'm like, question my value, I question the business. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in that, but remember that it is separate from you. You can't make everyone in the world happy. You're always going to have a mixture of both, but try to keep in mind all the people you do make happy, and I'm sure that is much more than the few that get upset and that there's some people out there that you genuinely cannot please, no matter what you do. You could be the best and it's still going to happen. So even myself, I was questioning, you know, do I want to keep doing this? Sometimes running a business is so much work for little reward, but I think the more you keep showing up for yourself, even in those hard times is where you will see the growth because now that those, you know, scams have happened and situations where people, you know, wanted refunds, now I'm better set up for if that ever happens again in the future. I know to not respond right away. I know that I have a signed contract with the appropriate information in there to protect myself and my business. And I have an LLC to back me up if anyone comes after me, because I have gotten that threatened, unfortunately. So just remember to keep going at it and it works as hard as you work it. Because I truly believe that the number one thing that sets people apart from being successful in business and not is to keep going in those hard times, to keep showing up, to keep showing that your business is valuable and that you are valuable. And make sure you also just bring yourself into it and be yourself, share yourself on social. Don't feel like you have to have all the right words to say to make a story on your Instagram or Don't worry about looking silly in a reel. Just do what's fun and what is on brand for you and feels comfortable to do. And just keep being your authentic self and already that's going to set you apart. But also remember that it doesn't always have to be serious. If you need a break, take the break. If you want to meet up with another small business owner, reach out. Go to networking events, like I said it will work itself out and you will be better prepared for what's to come next. So I hope that's helped anyone that is not sure on where the heck to begin with starting their own business or if you're feeling discouraged like a lot of us are right now. Remember that it will get better. Take a breather. Take what you need. Separate your value versus your business. Because again, it will change. There's always ebbs and flows based on the market, based on what's going on in the world. And just remember to have fun with it and keep doing what you love. If you want to be on the next episode, if you're running a small business and you want to talk about, you know, your struggles or your 
happy moments, any of that, reach out to me at designordiy@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you, and I'll talk to you guys soon.